Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. In the small country church where I grew up in Patterson, New York, there were elements of our weekly routine that were automatic. They never failed. One of those elements was Sunday night testimony time. Every Sunday night, as we sang the second hymn, the pastor would tell us before we began that after the first verse, he would see if anyone had a word of testimony. We'd sing that first verse and the music would stop. And then would come the long pause, waiting for somebody to stand up and tell what the Lord had done for them. Sometimes the silence was excruciating, only broken by the squeaking of the wooden pews as nervous people squirmed in their seats, trying to work up the courage to stand and speak. If the pause was too long, the pastor would say, almost threateningly, if nobody has anything to say, we're going to go to that second verse. We'd sing the second verse, and then we'd all get another chance to say what we should have said after the first verse. I don't mean to imply that nobody ever testified. There were several people every week who shared a genuine, grateful word of praise to the Lord. And nobody seemed to resent the testimony process. They just seemed to expect that that was the way it was supposed to be done. In fact, if those dear saints of God were still living, they probably wouldn't appreciate the way I do testimony time, which is, if somebody doesn't speak up after three and a half seconds, we're moving on. What always baffled me as a child was when a Christian man or woman would start to weep as they said, I just want to praise God for my Bible. I love God's Word so much. I don't know what I'd do without the Scriptures every day. I couldn't live without them. Oh, how I love my Bible. I can clearly remember sitting there listening as a 10, 11, 12-year-old boy thinking, You love the Bible? I don't mind the Bible. I'm not against it. Sometimes I even like it. But how do you love the Bible? I would wonder that from time to time, until I got into my teens and my thoughts began to change. I would still think, how can someone love the Bible so much that it brings them to tears? But there was a new thought added to that. I can't honestly say that I love the Bible, but I want to love the Bible. A genuine hunger began to grow in my heart. Not a hunger for the Bible, but a hunger to want to hunger for the Bible. I didn't necessarily want to fill my mind and my heart with God's words, but I wanted to want to fill my life with God's words. So when I was 13, I decided that if I wanted to want more of the Bible, I should do the things that I would do if I actually did want more of the Bible. I began to diligently read the Bible for myself. I began to memorize Bible verses that weren't assigned to me by anybody. I decided to try to study the Bible for myself using the Strong's Concordance to look up every place in the Bible a particular word was found. As I did those things, I made a discovery. The more I did them, the more I wanted to do them. The more I read the Bible on my own, the more I wanted to read it. The more I memorized Scripture, the more I loved memorizing Scripture. The more I studied the Bible, the more I enjoyed studying the Bible. That growth and enjoyment went on for a couple of years. Then one day I was asked to give a devotional to some other teenagers, and I decided to do it on that subject. The only problem was, 
I didn't have a Bible text to go with it. And that got me searching for a place in the Bible that teaches the concept that if you'll just fill your life with the scriptures, you'll develop a greater appetite for them. And that's when the Lord showed me Proverbs 2, 1 through 5. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Notice that each of the first four verses contain two verbs or verb phrases. Listen to them in the order that they appear. Receive, hide, incline, apply, criest after, liftest up thy voice, seekest, and searchest. Notice how these efforts grow in intensity. To use a musical term, they crescendo. If you begin by just receiving God's words, Soon, you'll be hiding them with you. And then, you'll be inclining your ear, and then applying your heart to them. Before long, you'll be asking for them, crying after them. You'll be asking emphatically, lifting up your voice. You'll be tracking down God's words like someone seeking precious metals. You'll be searching for truth like someone searching for buried treasure. And then, shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. By God's grace, I've been going after God's words for over 40 years. And I can say with those dear old saints from our little country church, I love God's word so much. I don't know what I'd do without the scriptures every day. I couldn't live without them. Oh, how I love my Bible. Christian, if you want to genuinely love your Bible, you start by sincerely receiving it every day. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.